Welcome to From the Stands, your one-stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome back, uh, Billiken fans, to From the Stands, where we talk Billiken sports. Uh, it is one of those great days where we get to talk to the Atlantic 10 champion, Julia Martinez, from our women's basketball team. Um, Julia is an exercise science major, getting her master's in athletic training. But uh, she today goes by A-10 champion and most outstanding player of the tournament. So uh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for having me on here. Tell, uh, all right, I got so many questions, but let's, let's talk first. Uh, did you get any sleep last night? Um, you know, as much as, I've, as much as I can say I was so tired, <laughs> I think my body was so tired, but I don't think I could, could get my mind to be quiet. I was just overthinking things, or just thinking over and over. So I don't know, I don't know how, much, how many hours I actually got of sleep, but um, I did a little bit. More than I did the night before the game, I'll say so that. So I was blessed to get in there on Saturday, saw us play, mm-hmm. and then get to come to shoot around yesterday morning. Yeah. Where I was a little shocked at how locked in you all were at mm-hmm. 8 in the morning yeah. in the arena, <laughs> doing mindfulness, getting centered. Yeah. Um, how important was that to start that day with that? I think um, just doing the mindfulness on that court in that space mm-hmm. um, was definitely like such an advantage that we had and that we were able to um, take up on. and. Um, yeah, I think it's just a. It just it gets you in the certain like sp- uh, space where you can just like, all right, like it's time to focus. You know, we're here to do one thing and one thing only. It's to win. Um, instead of getting all those stress and anxiety and those fears, just kind of getting out of your head, taking those deep breaths in and out, and knowing that your whole entire team is doing that with you. You're not alone. Um, just kind of taking that time to just calm down and focus on what needs to be done. It's just so much different than just going straight into, all right, let's go in there, ball screen defense things. And um, it definitely just makes it look more of like a, you treat the person as more of a human than just the athlete. You know, it's just, it's an all around thing instead of just basketball. So we're going to go, I want to go back a little bit. Okay. I want to go back like 12 months. Okay. Where um, we went through <laughs> a super hard time. Yeah. And uh, went through a coaching change. And mm-hmm. as I told your dad in Wilmington, I couldn't have been more proud of how you all, all of you women who stayed, really embraced Rebecca and her vision and her vision to go win a championship, all yeah. the way from mindfulness to all the other ways that she believes is important. Yeah. Uh, share with the Billiken fans what that transition was and how you took it upon yourself and mm-hmm. your teammates who were here, and I thought you all did a great job with it, of really embracing a new moment because as we spoke, it wasn't the most fun conversations we were having, no, right? Right. <laughs> uh, and I bring in, I introduce you all to Rebecca Tillett, and you all are looking at me like, Who is who, this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who is this, and what is this all about, right? Right, right, right. So uh, help the bands uh, and the Billikens out there better understand how you really embraced it mm-hmm. and moved forward. Um, I think initially, right when I first found out we're going to have a coaching change, I think just so many thoughts went through my head. Um, some scary ones, just some overthinking of, all right, like, what's next for me? What am I going to do? What's, 
is this coach gonna like me? What's this coaching, uh, this coach's playing style? You know, like what if they only like to do zone offense or, you know, you never know. Maybe they don't like to push the ball in transition, which is the complete opposite of what I love to do. So it's just, there's so many things that were going going in my head, um, but, you know, decided, all right, let's stick it out. Let's, tr- let's trust, right? Let's see who, who are they gonna bring in? Um, someone, Coach Tillett, walked in the locker room at first. Yes, no idea who this is. Um, we were all kind of joking, like, oh, it's going to be a big name, Gino, you know, something like that. Um, not actually Gino, but we're just joking around. And then I just think her first initial, when she first came in the locker room, just you can see the confidence in her face, just her whole body language. And then immediately just, like, the way she was talking, her values, things like that, I think just really spoke out to me. Um, I remember the very first thing she told me one-on-one, kind of like we gave each other a hug, like, hi, nice to meet you, whatever. And that, the first thing she told me was just, I just love the way you pass. And I think not everyone looks at those things. People look at more, you know, stats like scoring or, you know, the things that everyone else um, pays attention to. But I think the fact that she told me that, I was like, wow, okay, like she she definitely likes that type of game. Um, yeah, and then I was like, all right, this is a time for where I need to really focus on my game. I need to improve. You know, I can't. I can't keep the same Julia that I was this past season with a brand new coach. I need to elevate myself. Um, so I think her and the assistants, as they were slowly coming in, um, they all kind of embraced and helped me get there. Um, but yeah, I think it's just everyone just took a big leap of faith and trusted each other and was like, all right, like we're here to do a thing. And I, you know, decided like this is this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna stay loyal to this university. I'm gonna stay here, get my master's in athletic training, and I'm gonna stay here. It's a great university. Um, I'm going to trust the athletic department on their decision on uh, picking Coach Tillett. And obviously it was a great decision because here we are, Atlantic 10 champions. But, yeah, it just definitely was just a long, long process. But, I mean, if you asked me this literally a month ago, um, I'd be like, yeah, you know, we'll see how things go. But within this past month, things have just changed so much and made change for the better. It's awesome. It's been awesome to see you embrace a new vision. But really, the greatest moment for me was how you embraced each other. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. and how you grew off of each other and believed in each other. Yeah, that was the most amazing thing for me to get to watch because mm-hmm. when we went out to hire a coach, it was all about our values. Right, and that's what we had to have. For and sure, you, yeah. You mentioned Gino. Gino texted me two hours ago. Congratulations, really? and make sure you tell Rebecca. Wow, and awesome. So, um, yeah. because he, I spoke to him as we went and hired a coach. Yeah, yeah. But, um, as I shared, but how you all came together. Mm-hmm. So cool. Was there a moment in the season that all of a sudden you all go, we can do this? Um, I think um, some people, you know, I think Tillett will say the Wichita State game. I think mm. there was multiple games that were lessons. Um, I think she points out that game because we were able to come from a really um, big point de- deficit and made it At really halftime. close. Yeah, to where we could almost win the game if we had probably one more minute, two more minutes left of the game. Um but I mean, I think that game definitely was like, all right, like, at least we had that fight in us, right? We didn't finish off with a win, but we had that fight. And then I think the Fordham game, right? You know, they were they're a really great team. They were ranked higher than us. They have all these great players. They had more success. Um, you know, all the stuff behind their name. So I think us going out there and beating them was like, all right, you know, we can actually do this. You know, like, we know we had that fight. We almost got there. We didn't do it. But Fordham, we kept our foot on that pedal, and we actually, you know, we won the game. And then I think just each practice, we just just leveled up each time. The intensity went up. It was just so much louder in the gym. Everyone was, like, there. To, they wanted to play. You know, there's some programs at this um, time of the year where some people just want to be done. 
they're tired mentally, physically, right? I mean, everyone's tired. I'm sure you're tired. I'm tired. You know, everyone's tired, but it's just who wants it more. Um, and I think if you, anyone, someone not in our bubble walked into the arena while we're practicing, they're like, they would probably know, like, or say that, that we want it, that we right. wanted it, that we're more hungry. Um, so I think it's just, it, it was a steady battle going up each time, but after that Fordham game was when we were like, we can do this. All right, let's go to Wilmington, okay? All right. The game is on the line against Rhode Island. Yes. <laughs> in the semi, mm -hmm. you get a big steal. Yes. What happened? You know, I, um, I actually really like guarding the person who is inbounding the ball. Uh -huh. Because I like to, you know, look at their eyes and see, like, who are they looking for? You know, you know they're, they're big players. You know you can tell who they're trying to look for. Right. But sometimes if they're guarded, then you look for the next option. Who's open? Who can I get the ball in? Because I'm also the one who inbounds the balls on the other side when you we're... You to look for. Right, to look for. Right. So I, I, I get the both sides. So um, that that one play, I was, you know, I was helping Ken guarding the point guard, and then I was helping Peyton guard someone, and that the five seconds was going down, and then... There was one girl open that I she passed it, but I just knew because I knew I, that's who I would pass it to. Um, so yeah, I got that steal, and I was like, I gotta hold on tight to it, can't let them steal it, anything like that. And then yeah, they had a foul, and then um, those two free throws. I've how I've been working the, on. How it. about the free throws? How yeah. about that? Let's talk about the free throws. Yeah, I mean, if you look, it hasn't my, been that way all season. No, no, the efficiency has definitely not been as high as it as it should be. But it's got un, the last month unbelievable. Yeah, I've really been working on it. Unbelievable. Um, till it, it's called the. Um, the clubs. So I'm in the free throw club. So each practice I have to make 20 free throws right. before I leave the gym or arena. So definitely been working on them. And that whole night I was super confident. I think I was three for three already. Yeah. Um, so just, and I just knew everyone had that belief in me. People were like, just too easy free throws. Right. Um, till I heard her be like, have fun. She said, have fun right before my free throws. So it's just that confidence right. people had in me. And I was like, yeah, I can knock these two down. So you bury those. We move on to Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Replay, replay yesterday. I mean, we talked about practice. Yeah. You roll into the arena. Mm -hmm. What's that? What's that like? Roll into the arena, and I'm like, all right, I got to I Playing know, the number one team, UMass. We beat them at our place. Yep. We, I know Coach had talked to you. The pressure's on them. Yeah. I, you, I got to sit in the scout, which I thought was <laughs> unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Unbelievably how you all were locked in at mm -hmm. early on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Walk into the gym. Walk in the gym, and it's like, all right, like right, let's do this thing. You know, it's hard to beat a team twice. and It's hard to beat, beat a team like that twice. They're a great team, right? They are they play really beautiful basketball, and um, both offensively and defensively, they're a great team. They were number one for a reason, you know. Um, so, you know, going in there, we knew that it wasn't going to be handed to us. We knew it wasn't going to be easy. So, you know, warm-ups, we just had our same routine. And, um, you know, I think it's just whichever team throws that first punch, that first – all right, like we're here for a reason, you know, kind of how we were against Rhode Island. Um, but yeah, I think just the atmosphere was so loud, so many fans, and just knowing you've made it to like to the championship, the big stage. Um, I don't know. It just it was fun to be honest. I, it's kind of funny. I was talking to uh, Cotilla, and who was like, um, she asked me like, how like are you okay? Because during the game, I was like this straight face, like super in my zone. And she's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm good. Like I'm just. I'm in my zone, you know, like I'm focusing on what I have to do right now. Um, and, you know, some other people are like, oh, yeah, smiling, whatever. But I think I was just so straight-faced, like we're here to do one thing, business. Um, yeah, and I'm just so proud of everyone. I mean, everyone took just such a huge step. And I don't know. It's just so surreal. Like it's crazy. I feel like I hear other people talking about this, and now here I am, and 
we did it together. So last question, uh, when, when you reflect back, I mean, obviously, unbelievable. Everybody made plays. You made big plays. Mm-hmm. Kyla hits big free throws. Yeah. Uh, Ken hits a step back in the lane. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, which was, un- <laughs> I mean, everybody, go on down. Everybody made a play, Yeah. right? Um, but then when you look, I mean, triple-double, 17 points, 13 boards, 12 assists, 4 steals. Unbelievable numbers, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how, did you think that was happening as it was going? Because I wasn't keeping track. <laughs> Somebody behind me going, she's going to blow a triple-double like crazy. Like you had one other game where you should have, and you missed a couple shots that game. Yes, the but Fordham game. In, yeah. in the championship, you just uh-huh. smoke it, and it, it looked effortless. Yeah. I mean, you were just getting after it. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, did you have any idea? Um, I think the only I knew the points because on the board. Well, yeah. Um, so I knew that, but and then I think the assists. I knew I had a lot of assists, but I didn't know the exact number. Right. Um, but ever, people were just telling me like, you need a rebound. You need to get boards. Yeah. So I was like, all right, like, yeah, you got, you got a couple big to, ones. Late. I need to get boards for the game, you right. know, for to win the game. Right. But I'm sure they were also saying that for me to get that right. triple double um, instead of actually saying it for a triple double, you know. Right. Um, but. Yeah, I think it's just, I don't even know. I think I was just trying to do whatever I can to really help this team get a win. And, you know, those rebounds at the end, it was just kind of like a who wanted it more. Um, and I wanted those boards so that we get another 20 seconds or just extend that time and make them follow us instead of them going on offense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I love rebounding. I think rebounding as a guard is so fun. And Tillett always says um, when guards rebound, good things happen because yeah. then the ball's already in hands, and that's when transition starts right away. Um, so I, f- I feed into that. I really like that. So, yeah, I mean, people were just telling me to rebound. I was like, all right, yeah, I got to rebound. <laughs> so how uh, how excited are you for Sunday night at 7? Oh, my God. So excited. I think I, I oh, every year I always watch the selection Sunday and, you know, who's going to – who who plays who and always seeing people, yay, you know. But just the fact that, you know, my team and I can actually go through that together as one is just so special. And I'm, I'm just so excited. You know, I see I see women's soccer do it or, or right. men's soccer and Lorenzini's doing yep. it and now, you know, the fact that we get the chance to, that we're able to do it together now is just so exciting. It's your time. Super cool. Our we time. We couldn't have been more proud yesterday. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to share with uh, Billiken Nation out there until we uh, go get after it in the NCAA tournament? Um, no, I just want to say just thank you to the people that, like, stuck with us. You know, I think um, not everyone would have expected this at the beginning of the year and um, it was definitely a long road, but it was such a worth it road to go through um, because now here we are, Atlantic 10 champions, and I'm just so excited, and we still have more work to do, and um, it's just such a great culture that we've built, and for the future um, future student-athletes who come to this program, and now that SLU will be higher up in the whole entire watch list, which how what it should have been from the start, but I'm just so happy that we were able to do it together as one. I'm not so sure that we're done playing. No, we're not. There's a lot of ball to play. Yeah. And I can't wait to be there to watch next week. So congratulations. Great job. And uh, we look forward to Sunday night, and then we look forward to next week where we get after it again. Thank you so much. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes Store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Go Billikens!